0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com
1: Okay, exactly how much did you eat? Like, what was the (laughs) serving size?
0: Well, there isn't really a serving size. It comes in a wedge.
1: A wedge. So you bought an entire wedge...
0: I bought a wedge. It was a it was reasonably priced. That's why you know, it's a very it's usually a very expensive cheese.
1: Okay, but it's a wedge <laughs> that's meant to be shared among people or eaten over time. It was
0: like a party wedge, yes.
1: A party wedge. Mm-hmm. And how much of that wedge did you eat?
0: I ate about half of it.
1: Oh, my God. Ugh, no I wonder. I don't feel good. <laughs> no one should eat that much cheese. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, so wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We do appreciate everybody that tunes in, whether you're a subscriber a subscriber. Listening live, $6.99 a month, or via podcast. I do want to say, though, don't forget to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. If you're going to purchase anything from Amazon, that Yee-haw. one extra click helps us out. All right, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, including <laughs> something going on in my own personal life that I'm a, I am ai was victorious in something.
0: You accomplished something. I
1: accomplished something. I, I was victorious was in eating... something. I, I will say okay. what it is. I don't want to spoil it. I will say what it is here in a little bit. Okay. But it's actually something I'm pretty... Super stoked about, and I found out in the mail.
0: Um, Was it finishing half a pound
1: of brie all by yourself? It was not finishing half a pound of brie brie. for breakfast. This is why I think we need to address this right from the beginning because, you know, normally we we try not to talk too much about uh, what's going on with ourselves, at least bodily wise, on this show. However,
0: there's nothing bodily wise (laughs) going on. I just said I ate too much cheese. I think it's important
1: to address it just because it might affect the quality of the programming today, and that is because Sarah Dillon. This morning, um well when we came in here to the studio, you know, we come in here and we do our pre-show prep. We've got a studio in Southeast Portland. We do all that stuff and and we're doing some prep and Sarah's over there just not really saying much, just going
0: <sighs> Yeah, I know. <sighs>
1: And normally, I don't like to talk to Sarah at all before we do a show because we have to talk to so much while we're doing That's this show. So nice, you know. It's it's better just Greg to not treats me
0: real well off the air. Just by the pretend way.
1: that she's not here. So her making noises was really obvious and apparent. It was really, she irritating, was trying to get attention. Man. He's like, "How it's dare like, she
0: make noises during like when, my thinking time?" It's
1: Like when somebody's really wanting to draw attention, they're like, <sighs>
0: "I wasn't trying to get your attention. I don't like talking to you it either." Was, it was
1: the equivalent of posting on Facebook, like when people post the the posts like, Ugh. "Don't even bother asking." Oh,
0: Ugh. Ugh. look at me. FML. Don't look at me.
1: I don't want to talk about it. You know, one of those kinds of things. But seriously,
0: why is nobody commenting on my post? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's that's exactly uh, it. yes,
0: I am going to say I did overdo it. I did eat too much Brie, but Brie is goddamn so, delicious. So, what
1: happened this morning and how did this All right, w- so let me transpired? tell you this.
0: Let me, it started out quite positive. I uh, got up, you know, we're training for most <laughs>
1: things, do uh,
0: I? Uh, as we're training for Hood to Coast, yes, which is happening in oh god, under a month. Um, Thanks for bringing that up again. I, I went for a run this morning. Uh, so I, I felt really good. Mm-hmm. I, I went for a run, then went to my local grocery store and got myself an iced coffee. And then I'm like, oh man, what do, what do I want today? Like, so I you went like to the grocery store a after running? Yeah.
1: Were you all sweaty? and Yes. Uh, see, I always feel weird going into the store like that. Oh no,
0: that's my routine. Like I go for a run, then I go to the grocery store, get what I want. Because I don't know what I want. Do you until... go to the
1: same grocery store? Yeah. So they all know you as the sweaty mm-hmm. woman who comes in? Yeah, I'm just disgusting. Are you, like, dripping sweat no, all I'm over the floor? No, I'm not
0: dripping sweat all and, over like, the floor. And, like, standing next to people? And- yes, and then I'm, like, rubbing on, on people, like, in line. I'll be like, hi, and then, like...
1: <laughs> Ew!
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Okay. I'll use the pre- like, people's shirts when I walk by. I'll just blot myself with their shirts. Yeah,
1: sorry. I've been out running. No big no, deal.
0: No, NBD. I'm just a runner.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so then I'm like, what do I want for breakfast? Uh, and I'm like, oh, what sounds delicious. A big hunk of creamy double cream brie. Sounds like that'll do the trick. That is
1: the last thing I could ever think of that it's I would want after going for, for a cheese.
0: run. I don't know what I was thinking. Number one,
1: it is very warm here in Portland. It's supposed to be 105 degrees today. So it's been very warm from the start. And also, after going for a run, which that is a, that's a good thing that you did that. You went for a run. Mm-hmm. It's better than I did this morning because I did not, and I'll admit that. However, you went for a run. Brie cheese, a block of cheese, is the last thing that sounds appetizing to me after doing that.
0: I don't know. It just sounded really good. So
1: did you get anything to go along with the brie? I got some crackers. So you ate half a log of cheese and crackers. No,
0: I ate half of a party slice of brie. A
1: party. I love how you're calling it a slice.
0: It's. A, it, it was a slice. It wasn't like a full circle of it's brie. It's for
1: a party. It's not a party of one.
0: <laughs> it's a party in my mouth. Was there any... <laughs>
1: We'll cut that piece of audio out for no. you. Said another time. Uh, so you ate all of that.
0: I didn't eat the whole thing, but yeah, I ate. So I probably, I, I got about a half a pound of brie. So I ate about a quarter of a pound, which isn't that much.
1: That's a lot of cheese.
0: That's only four ounces. A
1: quarter pound of cheese? Yeah. That is a lot of cheese.
0: Oh, that's not that much cheese.
1: For one person in one sitting in yeah, one and morning? I ate it fast, How, okay, too. it's not a lot of cheese. How do you feel right now? Let I, me ask you that. I
0: feel awful. Yeah. I feel... Awful. I yeah. feel like I, had, like, and now, like, I know that the rest of the brie is going to go to waste because I can't even think about consuming more brie. Because I was just sitting there this morning for breakfast after I got home from my room with my iced coffee, watching Scandal, eating brie and crackers, just, like, shoving it in my mouth.
1: Just sitting there by yourself? Just
0: sitting there by myself, watching Scandal.
1: Were you nude while you were doing this, too? I'm kind of guessing. <laughs> I was. I can see you after you come back from your run, you take your nude. clothes off,
0: I'm like, wah, wah,
1: wah, watching oh Scandal God. in your apartment. No, I was
0: in my shorts and a sports bra. Yes. And I was.
1: Shoveling brie and crackers into your mouth at what eight this morning? Nine this morning? At nine? Nine.
0: It was weird. Wow. Yeah. Was
1: it weird or is this normal? I
0: don't know. I felt. I just kind of felt. It was normal. It was normal. (laughs) You
1: realize how much that is not normal. And
0: now I just smell like cheese. Like. I feel like you it's coming kinda, out of my pores. You do
1: smell a little cheesy.
0: Oh, thank you. I can
1: kind of tell from over here. <laughs> yeah, you're sweating out the cheese right now because you ate
0: that much cheese. I've got the cheese sweats, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh, so gross. God, I'm so gross.
1: That is so gross.
0: Yeah, so I ate, yeah, so I did eat about half of it. Uh, I'm really regretting my choice. Mm-hmm. I don't I think I'm breed out like because as you're, you know, we've talked about before, like I get kind of obsessed with foods.
1: You get very obsessed with foods. And this is the. I'm, this is a trend I have very much noticed with you. Like when you get obsessed with hot dogs, it's all hot dogs all the time. Remember you went on a hot dog diet for yes. like two weeks <laughs> where you ate hot dogs every single day? And he said, no, it's a, it's my hot dog diet. I don't eat bread with them. So it's fine, which makes no sense at all. You were on a hot dog diet. Then you went on. What were your other diets? I'm trying to remember. You had, well, you had a corn dog one. You had your veggie corn dogs.
0: My veggie corn dogs.
1: Yep. Obsessed with those. Mac and cheese, of course. I don't,
0: it, don't put the word diet after any of these. I'm not like saying it's a diet. You did diet. call
1: it a hot dog diet. Well,
0: yeah, the hot dog diet was the real one.
1: <laughs> That's a real diet. Mm-hmm. That somebody, I'm sure, wrote online about it was only eating one. That's basically my
0: version of the Adkins diet. <laughs> That's.
1: <laughs> Which makes perfect sense. Yes. That's just, uh, obviously, that's the the right way to go about that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the
1: hot dog diet. So it, are you considering a brie diet?
0: No, I don't think I can do it. I feel disgusting.
1: Are brie you, was, a, brie answer, was
0: a bad choice. Answer
1: honestly, are you going to eat the second half of brie when you yes. go home? Did you, I
0: didn't even have to finish this sentence. <laughs> no, you're
1: you know going to eat gonna the do? other half, even though you feel miserable right now. Yes. You're going to go home and you're going to eat that <laughs> second half What I'm going to tell you right
0: now is that I'm going to tropical summer today. Uh, explaining
1: so, Tropical Summer, that is the pool at an apartment complex that Sarah goes to. She does not live there.
0: However, but I, I pretend to every she's year. She's
1: pretended to live there for several years.
0: This is the seventh year.
1: The seventh year, mm-hmm. and you call it Tropical Summer. Yeah,
0: and I, I still see the tenants every year, and like they'll just be like, Sarah, hey, what's shaking? I haven't seen you around lately. I'm like, oh, nothing, you know, just been kind of keeping to myself. Now that it's pool weather, I'll see you more. <laughs> No, but what I'm going to do is go to Tropical Summer today, and I think what I was going to bring, since it is a party cheese, I think I'm going to bring my my brie to the pool and then share it with other people. Wait a minute.
1: Sorry, I was trying to take a drink of coffee, so I muted myself. I had to come back on here. So you're going to show up at a pool at an apartment complex you don't live at, and you're going to walk in there with a half of a block of cheese that you've eaten this morning. It's gonna be a hundred degrees,
0: and you're Warm gonna show brie, up, melted brie is delicious. And you're just gonna
1: show up with some melted brie in your pocket and be like, "Here, guys, let's
0: share the yes, brie." Yes, because I have no like carrying containers or ice packs or anything. No, I'm just gonna just I'm shoving a wad of brie <laughs> into the back of my jorts. I'll be like, "Hey, <laughs> let's share some brie, guys." You know what? Our friend Shockwave is in the chat. Uh, Shock does, in fact, live at the apartment complex where I go swimming at. And he said, I love how, uh," this is for you, Greg. He says, I love how you say she goes to it when I've seen you there several times yourself, Greg. (laughs) It's been a
1: while, though. It's been, I don't even know if I went last year.
0: You went last year? Uh, Maybe. Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe I did. It has been a while. Yes, I, I have been there, but I am not the one who pretends that I live there. I don't, I don't go that far. I'm a guest, an unknown guest of people when I show up there. When I've gone there before, I've talked about this, like when they show up for the pool passes, what I do is go into the middle of the pool and then just continually, continuously, slowly turn around while they're checking pool passes. So it's very awkward to approach me. They'd have to call me off from there. They can't make eye contact with me. It'd be very uncomfortable for them to, to try to bust me.
0: Yeah, that's true, and a waste of time.
1: Yeah, and a waste of time, because I'm just going to keep on turning, slowly turning, always just out of eyesight, nink, 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 and then finally they just get tired of it and they leave. Oh, my God. It's the best way to get away with anything. Make it awkward for the person trying to bust you, and they're just not going to do it. If it makes them uncomfortable, you can usually get away with anything.
0: Hmm. So the key to getting away with things is just make other people uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That is the 100. That's the key to life right there. You can get away with all kinds of things when the other person is uncomfortable.
0: Thank you, Greg, for the life lessons. Yeah.
1: No, like uh, like I've, I've talked about before, you know, sneaking in line. Like if you, I mean, not sneaking in line, but say there's a really long line at like a brew fest and, you know, something like that. And
0: Oh, are you going to do one of your line cutting stories? Nobody well, I'm likes just those. saying how you can do Nobody it. Nobody likes a cutter.
1: Say you're in one line. And there's two lines next to each other, and you're in one that's, that's going up there, and you decide, oh, I want to get on that other line. Well, what you do is okay. just make it seem like you were in the other line all along and just slowly scoot over and scoot over and scoot in you wait you find it you the best way is you find some people that are talking so they're like a, they're in a group and they know each other then they're all in line together but there's like two or three of them so they're kind of staggered a little bit and they're talking and you just slowly scoot over and slowly scoot over until you just kind of nuzzle in next to them okay, and then move right ahead enough. and then bam you're in but at that point they've been talking so they weren't really paying attention to who was in front of them so they're not sure if you were there and even if they are sure they're not going to say anything you get away with it
0: you're horrible. I would never do that. I'm
1: saying There's that's how you line get away with that something. that I
0: don't cross. All right, well then, that's how you do you. That's
1: how you can do it.
0: I'm going to make new friends at the apartment oh, yeah. complex I that's don't live wh- at and that- bring party cheese. Yeah,
1: that's horrible. I'm just going to go pretend and, and steal someone else's pool time.
0: How am I stealing someone else's pool There's time? There's
1: only so many people that can fit in that pool, and you're taking up their pool space.
0: That's what I- I'm taking up pool space. That's what's <laughs> happening.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, thanks, Greg. Well, anyway, mm-hmm.
1: no. I'm. I hope you enjoy your your pool time. Uh, Have you thank named you. it this
0: year? Well, are there yeah. strippers there still. No, no, we haven't named it. We're going to the Melrose Place pool today, though, so we're not going. Okay, to Okay, that's the soup.
1: Melrose Place pool. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so there are a couple different pools at this apartment complex. So today it's going to be the less uh, the less stripper soupy one.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah because there's well, wouldn't you want to be near the strippers though? Aren't
0: they? Why would I want to be near strippers?
1: <sighs> that's true. It's not. It's not really the kind of strippers anyway that you really want to be in a same water
0: well with. I mean there's I mean there aren't any good I mean no I mean strippers are fine but like oh no uh, the strippers if are the fine bad, if they're the bad kind of strippers you don't want to be in the water with them if they're good kind of strippers you don't want to be comparing your your body to theirs so. oh
1: gotcha yeah okay alright so
0: it's a little bit of both of those
1: okay yeah alright well that is uh, I, I'm sorry about the cheese and I hope they're, you're okay
0: thank you yes mm-hmm.
1: alright well I did want to talk about this so I did have something to declare that I found out about okay Um, if you uh, have listened to this show for any amount of time, you know about the saga that I went through last December and through the early part of this year dealing with my vehicle.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So I drive a truck and I was coming back from a job in downtown Portland at about 10 o'clock and I believe it was December 2nd. Yeah. 10, 10 PM at night. And driving through a, through an intersection when I was hit by a smart car that was barreling through the intersection going the other way. Or not going the other way, but going... Uh, going perpendicular. Perpendicular to me, yeah. And they ran a red light, smashed into my truck, um, severely damaged it, undrivable. Mm-hmm. Had to have it towed off from there. And then from there, it was... It, I'll just, like, summarize. There's a, so much... So much went on with this thing. There's so many frustrating things, you know, and that's my only vehicle. That's how I get to certain jobs. Thankfully, I was able to borrow Sarah's car during, during this whole time frame, but smashed my car, totaled their car. It was this young guy there, young guy. He looked kind of like a shit apple.
0: He does look like a shit apple.
1: Yeah. And of course, as soon as things happen, he started blaming me. That it was my fault that he... That because he realized, oh, there's no no way anybody could tell because we were the only two cars. There were no other cars involved. Mm-hmm. So no, no witnesses. There was one possible witness, and I could never track down that guy in the white truck. I never did find that guy. Bastard. And because of that, since we're the only two people, there were no traffic lights at this intersection. I mean, I mean uh, cameras. There were no cameras at this intersection. Excuse me. There were traffic lights. And this guy smashed in, and then he, since there was no no witnesses, he could say that I ran the red light.
0: Even though he crashed into the side of your truck.
1: He crashed into the side of my truck, but he could say that. Mm-hmm. And so from there, that that night, I'm just remembering everything that went on with this thing too because I got it towed. The police wouldn't help at all police were absolutely unhelpful, mm-hmm. completely unhelpful. It was a cold night and the guy, I remember the police officer showed up and they blocked the road just because the parts of our cars were blocking the entire intersection. So he blocked that road just so people would have to go around. And that was about all he did. Yep. Did not care. Didn't even check to see if either of us had been drinking or anything like that, which you would think you would. Cause I mean, this accident could have been really bad. Oh yeah. That where he hit me was just in front of my door. Just just to the front of it. Had it been half of a second later, he would have smashed right into my side, right into my door. I mean, and how hard it hit it, it annihilated the front of my truck. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have been severely, severely hurt. And yeah, the police officer did not check for any of that. I was I was really that's, surprised. Yeah,
0: that's really disappointing. I would
1: expect that normally they would at least ask somebody, you know, or check to see, you know, are you sober? What's going on?
0: Yeah, is everyone which, okay? Yeah,
1: which, yeah is yeah. everybody okay? Does anybody need an ambulance? He might have said that if anybody needed an ambulance, uh, but other than that, it what that was that was about it. Yeah. So that happened. The truck got towed to a place uh to the to to basically a warehouse where they towed him for the night, and then from there, I had told them where I wanted it taken to. Told my insurance company, you know, I want it taken to this certain auto body shop. Mm-hmm. That was my buddy's shop. And they uh, they they took it to this place. They, I'm, I'm trying to remember, I'm sorry. And I'll, I'll abbreviate this for the podcast, but I'm just remembering everything that went on because it, I'm remembering how emotional this was. So that next day I was wanting to get my truck to the, to the auto body shop. They were supposed to tow it there so I could find out how bad the damage was because this is going to affect my life immensely. Mm-hmm. I know it's just a car, but I mean, shit. You know.
0: Yeah, it's your motor transportation. Mo- it's my motor transportation.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I don't didn't have rental insurance. So I, I was out of vehicle. And they took it to a place and I kept going back and forth with the insurance company and the auto body shop. And the auto body shop's like, you know, we didn't get it. I don't know what you're talking about. And the insurance company said they took it. Turns out they took it to the wrong auto body shop in a completely different section of town. Oh yeah. So that happened. Then they they had it there, and the original tow truck company, they were all pissed off. Uh, why at me, I don't know. I'm like, well, I didn't do anything wrong here. Mm. You guys took it to the wrong space. Not my problem. Yeah. You can, you can talk to the insurance company. I don't know. So they bring it back to the place. And then, as it turned, then uh, finally they get it to the right auto body shop. They tow it there. Turns out, The keys didn't come with it.
0: Yeah, they lost the keys. They lost the
1: keys along the way. Somewhere between the original tow company and the first out-of-body shop they went to the wrong place, somebody lost the keys, and nobody wanted to take credit for it, and everybody just put it onto me. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I handed the keys to you. You had the keys. Where it went, you guys need to track this down. So that became a huge fiasco, and that was just... That that issue in its in its own right just starting it, it ended up being about a month before it got repaired, mm. um, and finally it did. They they were it was five hundred dollars away from being totaled, but they did repair it. However, of course, his insurance company went after it. I had to pay the deductible, which for me is a lot of money. Mm. You know, that would, for most
0: people, yeah, yeah,
1: and let alone the fact that this other insurance company kept calling me a liar, um, saying you know that I was I was being dishonest with them. Sarah actually helped me and we went around to every business around this intersection trying to see if anybody had a camera and nobody had a camera on that intersection. So there was no other evidence other Mm. than my word against his word. Well, yesterday, I got a letter in the mail from my insurance company saying we have resolved your claim. You were found to be right. Here's the reimbursement for your uh, deductible. And thank you, and have a good day.
0: Oh my God! So
1: there was no other details. I don't know what else happened, what has transpired, because it's been the insurance companies fighting it out. This was, you know. Oh,
0: I hope that kid. Eight got months, ago, fucked. Oh, months ago. Holy fuck! Nine months ago. God.
1: And whatever happened, this kid was found wrong.
0: Oh, that is I so won. Awesome. I actually won after Craig all this time. I Nebbler won at something.
1: Right? I actually won. What? So
0: are you sure?
1: I got the I already cashed the check. <laughs> <laughs> I guess first thing I did was cash the check. So,
0: wow. Yeah. Wait, so it paid back your deductible, so you weren't out of any like it paid you back the money that you spent. So Paid me back
1: the money I spent? Yeah, wow. and that takes it, you know, anything off of my record as far as any kind of an accident or half and half. And I don't think it was going to affect the the rates, but still it's it's off of there. And yeah, I Oh my
0: God! The shit Apple got his comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah. He lost. He lost. And he deserved to lose. He but He actually It's one of those
1: rare s- instances where the person that deserved to lose actually lost.
0: <laughs> John saying that cash, that check was cashed so fast it was almost on fire. Oh,
1: absolutely. Oh hell
0: yeah! You put that shit in the bank I immediately. I put that
1: away. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was, and I was, was like floored. Wow. I'm like really, because uh, you know you get you get. I get plenty of bills in the mail and stuff like that. And something from my insurance company, I'm like, shit, I swear I paid the insurance bill already. Mm-hmm. And so I'm opening it up, expecting it to be like, oh, we did not receive your funds because I forgot or something. It's like, oh, congratulations. Greg opens
0: everything thinking it's bad news. Well, 90, 90% of the things <laughs> you
1: get in actual snail mail are going to be bad news. <laughs> you know, that's what it's going to be. And it is, uh, yeah, it's nice nice that it uh, that it all worked out this time.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> oh, so we never even said his name or where he worked or anything, did we?
1: No, we didn't because this thing wasn't resolved. And so I couldn't say anything. I'm going to think about what to say now because he did end up losing. Who
0: cares? Justice he actually lied. happened. He lied.
1: He, he lied so much. He lied much. his
0: ass off. Fuck that guy. He called
1: me a liar.
0: He might or might not working at that's, the Stumptown downtown.
1: Yep. I don't know if he still works there or not, yeah. but he sure did then.
0: Oh, I hope his ass got fired.
1: Well, and that's the that's the thing that bothered me the most. Like the money sucks because you know we we work in entertainment. You know, money's a money's a tight thing, and that is that's true for everybody. That's not just true for us. That's that's true all all around the board. But on top of that, just being called. A liar, I really don't like. Mm. Like, I may be a lot of things, but, you know.
0: You're not. I know. You're yeah. not a liar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so that part. Uh,
0: wow. I cannot believe. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, I know that you, it wasn't your fault, but I'm I'm really pleasantly oh, yeah, but surprised. Rarely, that, that
1: doesn't matter. You know, yeah. That rarely matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really want to know what happened, but at the same time, I don't even want to push it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, don't even. I mean, if you got the money, if you got the check back, like, you know, screw that dude. If he, that's the way he's gonna live his life, that's fine. We don't need to yeah. say his name. We don't need to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I was very happy,
1: and I just wanted to say thank you to to all the listeners who offered so much support during that time, and uh, and going through all that stuff. And you know, I know that's, I know it's just a car and all that things, but I really do appreciate the help that uh, everyone has given me. So yeah. yeah, there we go. Awesome. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to do a little bit of uh, World of Crazy? Yeah, that sounds good. I know we're not going to talk about it, but I'm sorry. I'm melting over here.
1: <laughs> it's very warm in the studio. I will say this. It's about 1230, and uh, it's probably it's about 95 degrees outside. And while we're broadcasting, of course, we can't have any uh, air conditioning or fans going because it's...
0: Well, we it can't have any air conditioning going because our air conditioner doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work very well, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no. Woo, all right. sweat into the oldies. My cheese sweats, Greg.
1: <laughs> Your cheese sweats. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, my God. Oh. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up. This is kind of my dream scenario. And so people are complaining about this, most notably the person that set this down and forgot to pick it back up. But I don't think there's anything really wrong with this. I wanted to hear what you think. So okay. this happened in New Jersey, in Mawa, Mawa, New Jersey. Mawa? Uh, Mawa, M A H W A H. That's how you'd say it, right?
1: Yeah, with Mawa, yeah. Mawa. That's yeah. the only way I can think of.
0: All right, out of Mawa, New Jersey. Uh, oh, is this
1: your Jersey accent? No. I think you should do a Jersey accent for this.
0: I don't think I can. <laughs> and Sarah's
1: famous accents, I think you should do a Jersey accent. <laughs> I'm so good at the
0: accents. The do, you, can- do
1: your Staten Island accent.
0: I, I can't. I'm not prepared for it. Uh, Ronnie. Oh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's been too long. <laughs> ah, all right. Uh, so New Jersey authorities are searching for a man who walked off with $141,000 after it was accidentally left on a lawn by workers who were refilling ATMs. <laughs> One of the workers left $141,000 in a bag on the side of the road
1: wow. while
0: they were changing at ATMs.
1: How do you... Okay.
0: So, uh, Mawa police say that a surveillance video from Monday morning shows the bag of 10 and $20 bills being left on the lawn of a client by employees of ATMforUs.com before they drove away in a vehicle. So uh, they just had set down the vehicle because they were moving something around uh, in the car and uh, then they left it there uh-huh. full of $141,000. So the video then shows a white GMC work van passed by the bag a few minutes later then back up and return with a passenger exiting the vehicle and taking the bag of cash. So the police chief of Mawa says that surveillance fit, uh, footage from elsewhere in the area shows the same van pull up to an automotive repair business, and passengers made off with several tires from a fenced-in area. <laughs> so this guy stole tires and a bag full of one hundred and forty-one thousand.
1: Why would you bother stealing the tires? I don't know. You already got one hundred and forty-one grand.
0: And why would you pick up a random bag off of the side of the road? Like I would just well, think well it lots it's of people garbage. do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I would just think it's like lawn clippings or something.
1: Well, it's probably a nice bag. I doubt it was just in, like, a garbage sack. Oh, my. Yeah, I mean, it's... The, the refilling ATMs. Like, I don't think it's just going to be, like, That's a, a black as... trash bag full of cash. I, I was mean...
0: picturing it as a garbage bag. <laughs> no, no, it's... I imagine it's a
1: nice, like, duffel bag full of... <laughs> what, how do you think they carry
0: money around? <laughs> I don't know. Did it have a big dollar a sign coffee. painted onto the yeah. side of it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, police are now pleading for the money's return, because I'm sure that's gonna happen. Uh the police chief said, Anytime you find property that's discarded on the side of the road, it's not just fair game for you to pick up and say, Well, you left it, I found it. That's what he's that's his reasoning okay. for saying. That.
1: Well that'll that'll get those crooks. <laughs> They'll bring it back that'll now. Show them. Well, all right, we've Just because gone, we brother.
0: forgot 141000 dollars on the side of the road doesn't mean you can take it.
1: Yeah, that that's what's going to happen. I though. think
0: pretty much that's what's going to
1: happen. Now the thing is with that, okay, what would you do if you found 141 grand on the side of the road? Assuming like you look All around right, give there's me some, you, give you me think some there's limitations. All right. You think there's no cameras?
0: I know there's no cameras or I think there's no cameras.
1: Well, you can never know. Okay. But most likely
0: <sighs> I wouldn't be able to take it. Yeah. But then if it didn't have any but then again, if it didn't have any place to turn like any like identifying marks or anything, you don't know where to turn it okay, in. Okay,
1: yeah, say that. There's say there's no identifying marks.
0: And then like the thing is, like I don't know if I'd want to turn it to the cops cuz then they'll just get free money because who they're not going to find a person who's looking for $141,000. No, they'll just take they'll it. They'll just take it. Yeah, you're not going to get a reward from So them. I mean, why would I give a stranger money that I found? And they'd just like take it and and spend the riches. Oh, I don't know. I did find a till bag once. Really? With how mm-hmm. much? With a, uh, it was a big fat till bag. Uh, so if you don't know what a till bag is, it's like one of those like bank bags that's like almost leather and it has a zipper on the top of it. And uh, I was riding my bike, and it was actually right down the street. And it was laying in the middle of the road. It was fat, it was thick, and it had bills in it. I did, I did not even open it I just dropped it in a mailbox I was like I, I can't even look at this
1: wait you drop? whose mailbox did you drop it in oh,
0: I would said it found like drop in US postal box oh okay so I just dropped it in a mailbox I didn't even open it to see how much was in there because I did not want to be tempted yeah that yeah. would be very tempting I still tempting. think about that I'm like now where's my bag of money when's it gonna come back to me I gave it back to somebody
1: <laughs> Right, karma, you're supposed to get another I one
0: I know, come on, karma <laughs> See, I would, worry, money.
1: <laughs> I would worry about seeing a bag of money on the side of the road Less that it's a bank or the police I'm like, ooh, well, who has bags of money? Uh, mm. Drug dealers And 140 grand sitting on the side of the road
0: Oh, I would yeah. worry about them That's true you also watch way too many gangster stuff. I watch a things. lot yeah. of gangster
1: movies. I'm on a <laughs> real big gangster movie kick, and I just watched Scarface the other day. And so yeah, I would be worried that they'd come after me with a I don't know,
0: so. would you take it? Yes, you would.
1: I, I would take it off the side of the road, but I would try to find out whose it was. So that and here's and here's why. One, so that How way I don't you try get to in trouble. I-
0: But by trying to find out whose it was, wouldn't that be drawing attention to the fact that you have it?
1: Yes, but it's drawing attention to the fact that I, I'm doing the right thing, Mm. and then no, the the guy who's trying to to do the right thing
0: gets his head cut off because of the drug dealers. Yeah, you don't draw attention to the fact that you have it. You get it, you keep it, you hide it, you don't spend it for like five years, and then you move and retire on it.
1: You can retire on 141 grand.
0: I can live on peanuts. I think that we can... That's true. Yeah. I, I can could, live for
1: years on that. Yeah.
0: Oh, are you kidding years me? Years and years. Yeah. People can be very resourceful. All right. Uh, next up, a Lake Worth family... If you want to subscribe
1: to Fun Employment Radio for $6.99 a month,
0: you can okay. do so. <laughs> That's enough. Let's <laughs> seriously do it. Uh, a Lake Worth family who just got back from a trip to the beach on Monday came home to find their house covered in chicken bones and empty beer cans, their personal items scattered throughout the home, and an unknown drunken man asleep on their couch.
1: An unknown drunken man asleep with chicken bones and beer.
0: Yes, and beer bottles. Jacob Miller, 22 years young, was woken up by deputies and placed under arrest in the home that he was found in. Once deputies removed Miller from the home, they found numerous items of jewelry in the man's pockets that belonged to the family, as well as half-eaten food items all over the kitchen and living room. So it looked like he had himself a little party with chicken <laughs> wings and beer bottles, and then passed Why out. Why do on they the couch. always
1: pass out? Like you're going to break in somewhere and do that? Why do you always pass out there? I
0: don't know. Maybe he thought he had one more night, like they weren't going to come back into town. Yeah. Uh, so when deputies asked why the man was inside of the house, Jacob Miller told them that he went to the home because he needed some place to stay, but refused to answer any other questions. Uh, Miller still remains in the Palm Beach County Jail with uh, without bail on charges of burglary and theft. Uh, deputies also discovered Miller had an open warrant in Texas for burglary. Uh-oh. A uh, mugshot for Miller was not immediately available. <laughs> yeah, you're right. People do end up breaking in and passing out. Yeah.
1: I mean, you are got to break in for a party, but I mean, come on, don't, don't pass out there. Don't pass out there. Why do you got to throw this stuff on the ground? Eat their chicken wings and drink their beer. Okay.
0: Uh, bottles in the recycling bin, please. Yeah,
1: and then just disappear. Like, phew, you're gone. And just like that. Phew, no trace. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the chicken moats and the beer bottles. But... Except for
0: all of that. Yeah. Except for the DNA evidence. And probably a broken
1: window or something. Everywhere.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so he is... Yeah, I don't know. He must have pissed somebody off because, yeah, he's in uh, jail without bail right now on charges of burglary and theft.
1: Well, I would be pretty annoyed. Mm. I'd be pretty upset (laughs) if somebody did that. Yeah, me
0: too. (laughs) Uh, I had a
1: roommate that used to do that, but that's different. He didn't break in.
0: He actually lived there.
1: He lived there, yeah, but he would get uh, really drunk and then he would um, just go into the fridge and it was just like an open buffet for him. So it's just whatever's there. Oh, we got pizza. We got sandwiches. Whatever, You know, and it was my food. And we come home, and there's just, like, pizza crusts on the ground and, like, an empty wrapper from a sandwich I had and then just beer cans. What's going on? He'd have, like, food on his face. I'm oh, like, Dude. Gross. Dude. I'm sorry, man. I got real
0: hungry. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> All right. Well, out of Arlington, Texas, uh, a Texas woman, Says that diva- uh, disaster was narrowly averted when a birthday party guest noticed that when she was cutting the cake, there was a pair of scissors that cooked into <laughs> oh, the cake. Uh, that the woman—it was in a slice of cake that a woman had just cut out—that she was almost getting ready to eat. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so this happened in Arlington, Texas. Uh, the woman's name is Yoli Nava of Arlington. Said her brother purchased the fifty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, wow, almost sixty-dollar cake. That's uh, an
1: expensive cake.
0: From Is that the, how much cakes are? Yeah, cakes are expensive. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, the why? Like, even the cheaper ones are like, because cakes take a while to make. Okay. And a good cake takes a bit to make. Everything's rhyming with cake when I'm talking.
1: <laughs> good cake to make this big <laughs> Good cake
0: take time to make cake. Huh. Uh, so her brother purchased the cake for about 60 bucks from the El Rancho Market in Arlington, Texas. Uh, for the weekend surprise party for their mother. And they were about to have the guest of honor. Oh! Oh no! It wasn't a slice of cake. They're about to have the guest of honor, which is their mother, dive in face first into the cake as Wait, part of what? a as part of a Latino tradition. <laughs> she almost shoved her face into a pair of scissors that were cooked into the cake.
1: Okay, now I need to understand this. So this is this is a tradition where you jump into a cake. How big of a cake what are we talking about?
0: It was like a. I don't, it looks like just a regular like pancake.
1: And you shove your face into it.
0: I don't That's know. I don't have tradition? a Latino tradition.
1: <laughs> you don't? Why don't you know about this?
0: It says, yeah. So, for the weekend surprise party for their mother, and they were about to have the guest of honor dive face first into the cake as part of a Latino tradition. you paying
1: it, $60 for that? Why would you pay for a $60 cake if you're going to shove your face in it and ruin the cake? Just economically, ruining. Economically, I'm saying here. Well, nobody's going to want to eat that cake after the face has been shoved all around in it. I mean, maybe around the outer edges. Why pay sixty dollars for that? Why not just get a homemade right, one? You
0: really need to like stop focusing on the price of the cake. But I think you... that that's like not the most important part well, of the story. Well, there's
1: there's a couple of things here because one, if that's what they're doing with the sixty dollar cake, I can sell. I'll buy a Betty Crocker home kit, and I'll make them a cake that's going to cost me like eight bucks. I'll sell it to them for thirty.
0: Nobody wants a cake that you make.
1: If you're just shoving your face in it, why not? <sighs> Okay. I'm telling you, that's a better deal. But also, okay, this the other thing is this. So somebody knew that's what this cake was going to be for. She's got an enemy somewhere. think
0: it was like a murder for hire?
1: I don't think it was going to be a murder. I think it was a maiming. I you
0: think, think it was there was somebody, a maiming?
1: I think somebody at that bakery has got yeah, an issue. How does
0: one get a pair of scissors inside of a cake?
1: That also coincidentally is one where you know someone's going to be shoving their face into it.
0: It's all a little suspect.
1: It's very suspect. It's a little
0: suspect. Or maybe, Who did
1: this woman piss off?
0: You know what? I don't even think that it's uh, it's against the woman. I think that somebody is against the El Rancho Market in Arlington.
1: You think it's the market?
0: I think that somebody is playing a dangerous game and they're trying to give the El Rancho Market in Arlington, Texas okay. a bad name. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but what about this? I think that Yoli Nava used to date the manager of the El Rancho market and Whoa, she's trying in to the get day? back at No, his name is like his name is Chester.
1: Yoli Wait, yo, okay, so Yoli Nava that's the grandma who's going to
0: Yoli Nava is the daughter that bought the cake. Yoli Nava is the daughter.
1: Okay. Yoli Nava. So you think she used to date the owner
0: of I the El Rancho? Yoli, I think that she used to date the owner of the El Rancho market and she's trying to give him a bad name because you know he left her for Sally. Wait a minute. Why would Yoli Nava try to hurt her own grandma? She wouldn't. She did. She wouldn't. Did you notice how like they stopped right at the last second? Like, wait! This shitty. Oh, that's kick
1: awful. Risky on grandma's From the El
0: part. Rancho Market in Arlington, Texas, has a pair of scissors in it. So, wow! I just saved her life.
1: So Yoli Nava was willing to risk her grandma getting she hurt. She knew that
0: she wasn't going to let. It's her mother. Stop saying her grandma. Mother. Yes. Her mother. Her mother. She wasn't gonna let her mother's face anywhere near the pair of scissors.
1: Well, but it was—that's uh, an awful big risk to take It is to a big get risk. back at the El Rancho. I know. Who was it that owns the El Rancho? Uh, that was Chester. His name's Chester. Oh, mm-hmm. right.
0: <sighs> I think it's a yeah conspiracy against the
1: all Yoli Nava.
0: Yoli all right. Nava versus the El Rancho market.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's one theory.
0: Uh, I, managed- I
1: think also it could have been Puts. a mix-up. This cake was intended. For a convict? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there's, of course, there's uh, Maria, who works at the bakery. She's new working there. She's newer to the bakery in the El Rancho department, but also new, her boyfriend, who just got locked up. Boyfriend's in there for five years for some stuff. He got involved in some stuff he probably shouldn't have been involved in. He's not really a bad guy, but he got tied up with the wrong crew. You know, and, and did a little bit of drug running and stuff like that. He's in there for five years so Maria's like, well, you know what? I'm going to get a job at the bakery and I'm going to bake you a cake because I've seen this in all the movies. I'm going to sneak you in some scissors so you can protect yourself.
0: Oh, that's like stabbing scissors.
1: Yeah, they're stabbing scissors or they're protection scissors. They're not like scissors. scissors. Okay. Well, no. Well, he does like the barbershop. You know, he can get money on the side for that too. So he was trying to sneak that she was trying to get that to him. But All right, you're since making she's this new, too complicated.
0: You're no, making this way too complicated. No,
1: since Maria was new, she didn't know which one was going where, and she mixed it up, and poor Yoli Nava ended up getting this cake.
0: All right, well, Yoli Nava, she has more to say on this. So a manager for the El Rancho Market okay. uh, for their corporate office contacted the family to apologize. Yoli Nava wanted none of that. Yoli Nava says she doesn't want any compensation from the company. She also, she only wants the store to make sure its employees are properly trained Wait and that it doesn't happen again. Well, that changes again.
1: everything. You didn't tell me this was the outcome. Now well, she that's because you wouldn't
0: the, stop talking.
1: Now she wants to play the hero card. So it was Yoli Nava. The fact that she's not seeking money. I told you. Yep. She wants to she wants to be a hero. So Yoli Nava probably has some aspirations. One, she's looking for a raise at work, but also she's thinking about maybe running for that um, public treasury office. In the town. Everyone and knows Yoli like, oh. Nava,
0: the savior who didn't let her mother get impaled by mm. cake scissors.
1: Right. And everybody's still in love with uh, Ted. Ted, the former secretary of oh the county. Oh, my
0: God. That's enough. That is enough.
1: And Ted, Ted's been, Ted's get looking to retire, but Yoli Nava, nobody knows who Yoli Nava is. Now, all of a sudden, boom, she's a hero in that town. She's not only saved her mother, she's helping fix things for the workers at El Rancho safety wise and she's not even going after money
0: wow Yoli Nava
1: for county treasurer
0: real sweet spirit yep real sweet spirit yep alright next up out of Arizona Greg when when I read this story it totally reminded me of if and when you go crazy like this is the kind of crazy person that you're going to be okay All right. an Arizona man suspected of entering a home uninvited and threatening to kill residents had an unwitting and unwilling accomplice with him to do the task A rattlesnake that he had carried with him to try to get to bite the people. (laughs) Crazy guy breaks into a house carrying a rattlesnake to threaten the people. Wow. So this is Nathaniel Buck Harrison. Yeehaw. 38 years old. Of Uh Oracle, Arizona. See, if you're going to snap, it's happening any day now. Oh, no. I don't like that. Was caught. So Nathaniel Buck. 38, was uh, caught after police say he entered a home and accused a man of, quote, being a rat who sent his friend to prison. This is all stuff that Crazy Greg would say. <laughs> According to reports. So at some point during the altercation, Nathan Buck broke a board over the 53-year-old victim's head, a.k.a. the one he was calling the rat. Okay. And tried to get the rattlesnake that he was carrying around with him to bite the victim. <laughs> Despite repeated efforts to try to get the snake to bite the other man, nothing worked. Uh, police say that uh, that Nathan Buck then made the victim kneel on the floor. He then fired a handgun into a speaker on the floor near the victim's foot.
1: Wait a minute! So he had a gun, but he
0: brought a rattlesnake. <laughs> yes. So he repeatedly tried to get the rattlesnake to bite the man. Couldn't do that. So he's like, "Fuck it." I'll Was he get just my like gun. throwing the rattlesnake at him? <laughs> he's just like bite mush- him, mushing it on his arm. <laughs> yes. Bite him, bite him. <laughs> Uh, So deputies arrived after getting a 911 call about the shooting and set up a perimeter around the house. Uh, The suspect eventually came, Nathan Buck, eventually came out of the house and was taken into custody. But not before he attempted to hide the pistol under the couch. Deputies also found the snake under the couch and released it back into the wild. Uh, So the sheriff's county says uh, that they believe Harrison's case is the first ever where a victim attempted to use a a venomous snake to kill or injure a victim. However, this isn't the first time that Nathan Buck has tried to use a, a unique way of trying to harm other why people. Do you,
1: why do you think I'm going to be this guy? You think I'm going to get a rattlesnake and try to have because it bite people? Because that
0: seems like something that you'd do. It seems like that that's the kind of crazy that you'll be. You're like, oh, well, nobody can nobody can get me. I got my rattlesnake. Come on, Rattly. Yeah, you you bite that I hope I don't that. turn
1: into one of those guys. You'd be one of those. That, I'd turn your... into a reptile guy?
0: Yeah. You're, you're going to be a snake guy.
1: a basement full of snakes?
0: Mm-hmm
1: oh man
0: however Nathan Buck is no stranger to trying to t- to attack people with uh, something else according to uh, some uh, let's see according to someone that he attacked before Susie Riddle Susie Riddle and Nathan Buck I think they might have had a tryst at some point well oh. Susie Riddle who's the manager of uh, where Nathan Buck lives which is the Justice Mobile Home park uh, talks about another assault that that involved Nathan Buck. Uh, she said he has gone to other people that live there with big hornets' nests and try to throw them at their doors. Oh, no! Yes! Yes, that's amazing. He's got hornets' nests? He throws what, he hornet's boxes nest. up a hornets' nest? He throws hornets' nests at people's doors. Wow! Uh, Susie Riddle says uh, he gets a crazy idea and just does what he wants with it. How does he get...
1: How do you box up a hornets' nest?
0: I don't think he... He doesn't say he boxed him up. He throws hornet's nests at people's doors. Well, yeah, but if it's full of bees, what do you... I don't know. That he's means a, you're... It's a real wild child.
1: That's amazing.
0: Well, Nathan Buck Harrison has been arrested. How do you even do that? And charged. See, I know. See, now you're curious. This is... You're kind of crazy. I mean, got guy that throws hornets at people. Nathan Buck Harrison was arrested and charged with endangerment, like aggravated assault, character. criminal trespassing, disorderly conduct with weapon, possession of a deadly weapon during the commission of a felony offense, unlawful discharge of a firearm, and threatening and intimidating. He remains in custody on a $50,000 bond. yee how trying to think what kind of animal
1: I would use to attack people.
0: You'd use, like, a parrot or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm.
1: An attack parrot? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I could see you having a like walking around with a parrot on your shoulder.
1: Oh, I would totally do that. Yeah, too. you're like a parrot. Yeah, you're you parrot guy. I would. I'd rather have a falcon. Mm. Falcons be, are as big as you are. I'd be pretty badass though as a falconer.
0: Okay. And finally.
1: I would be cool.
0: Have a story out of Connecticut. A Connecticut man is suspected of having sex with a bush in his front yard. Wallace Berg, 81 years young, was completely naked Monday afternoon in his yard when a neighbor allegedly witnessed him, quote, humping a bush. When the neighbor confront- Did he wave at him nice while
1: doing na- day out.
0: <laughs> when, when the neighbor confronted Mr. Wallace Berg, 81 years young, uh, Berg reportedly, uh, quote, stopped the indecent behavior, covered himself with a grill cover, apologized profusely, and then went inside the house. He did not finish his sweet, sweet love making to his, to his bush. Uh, the neighbor also got some video of the behavior and gave it to cops who have since charged uh, Wallace Berg with public indecency and a breach of peace. He was released after posting a $10,000 bond. And this is my question. If children weren't around and he's not really hurting anybody and he apologizes, covers himself with a grill cover and goes inside, why do you still call the cops on the 81-year-old man? That just yeah. seems like a little below the belt.
1: I wouldn't call the police on him. I would maybe...
0: I'd say, like, don't, uh, if I see this again. Yeah,
1: don't ever do this again. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to keep a watch on you and... I mean, that just
0: seems kind of mean. But come
1: on. I mean, he's probably confused.
0: He's probably confused, exactly. And, like, who's just like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to film this old man humping a bush and then return it to, into the police and then I'm going to get an 81-year-old guy arrested.
1: Yeah. That's a shitty move. It does seem like a shitty move.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, sex with inanimate objects has become the new American pastime. Of course, uh, I've reported on dozens of people who uh, like to have sex with inanimate objects, never before Bushes, Of course, we had the guy Edward Smith. Yeah, it seems like it would hurt. Yeah, Edward Smith of Washington State. We talked about him before. Claims to have had sex with more than 1,000 vehicles, including his favorite, the helicopter from the 1980s TV hit, Airwolf. (laughs) What? (laughs) So there we have it. Just let the old man hump the bush for a little while. If it does it twice, yeah, I understand. Wait,
1: he has the heli... I'm confused.
0: No, not the old guy. I'm can, I'm saying other people having sex with inanimate objects. Somebody had sex with the helicopter from Airwolf? <laughs> yes, he owns the helicopter from Airwolf. The guy... We did the story on him like a year ago. When, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah.
1: And he had sex with it.
0: Yeah, he owns it. He has. He makes sweet, sweet love to it.
1: I mean, it's a pretty badass helicopter.
0: Yeah, very, very sexy helicopter.
1: It's pretty it's pretty badass. It saves the day a lot.
0: <laughs> All right, well, there you have it, my friends. This is your world of crazy.
1: That's an excellent world of crazy, sir. Oh, thank you. So Yoli Nava, if she runs for county treasurer within the next year, what do I get?
0: You don't get anything. What are you talking about? Why well, I should get something. No, no, you shouldn't. Why would you get something?
1: Because I was right.
0: Isn't you, that how it works? No, that's not how anything works. Oh.
1: I thought that's how everything worked. No. Okay, I guess not. All right. Um, <laughs> Just you know, because you guess something. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, all right. We've got a couple of things that we need to still do here on the show because we missed two things. Okay. We missed them, and we're, we're going to get those. I do want to say another thing, though. And that is something about our fine sponsor, Bike Gallery. Yes. Bike Gallery is, uh, has been a longtime supporter of Fun Employment Radio, and we appreciate them so much. And we want to thank everybody who's been going into Bike Gallery and shopping there. Absolutely. So, bikegallery.com or go to funemploymentradio.com. And click on the Bike Gallery link. If everyone can do that, because that's actually how they track, you know, that our listeners are going there. Just go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. If you're on your phone, scroll down. There's the Bike Gallery link. Click on that. That'll take you to a coupon that'll get you 10% off anything. Awesome. And then on top of that, it takes you to the website where you can check everything out. They've got six locations here in Portland. um, And you can order online as well. They're fantastic. We really, really appreciate them. So thank you, everyone, and make sure you get in there and shop. And if you see Sarah and I around in the next uh, few days here, ask us about something special that we have regarding, yep, by, regarding by
0: gallery. Bike Gallery. Yeah, regarding Bike Gallery, yeah. So ask us.
1: Yeah, so thank you, Bike Gallery, and thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in. Um, all right, what we forgot was two things. Mm-hmm. One, yesterday, a man by the name of Matt wrote us.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And we messed up and did not get this out there. And so I want to make sure that we uh, we get it right now. And, of course, my computer is going slow. There it is. Uh, so he had an anniversary.
0: Oh, is it Matt the Mormon? Matt the Mormon. Matt the Mormon.
1: And Javan the Mormon. Oh. Had their anniversary on the 29th and we just wanted to say happy anniversary. I don't we guess we don't have an anniversary song we that don't we play. Really. Yeah. No. So that doesn't we'll really just work. we
0: say it with our with our happy words. Happy anniversary. I could live the rest you. of my life without ever hearing you sing happy again. Happy anniversary. Stop.
1: He loves you. I swear,
0: between this heat and you, how annoying happy you are, I'm going to snap. I am so close to snapping.
1: Many wishes to you. Happy anniversary. And many more, too. There we go. Oh, my God. I'll record a better version of that.
0: Yes. Also,
1: we need to say happy birthday to someone. So we got an email uh, via uh, Facebook and it is for Craig.
0: Oh, <gasps> Craig in Michigan? Mm,
1: no. Oh. <laughs> uh, so oh, I thought it was. <laughs> no, we did talk to Craig in Michigan on uh, email.
0: Oh, okay, that was what I was. This doing.
1: is a, this is a, a different Craig. Goddamn computer. I'm serious. I really don't want to have to edit this stuff just pulling this up here right now somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is is that, that your whisper filler? my whisper filler that I'm doing right now
1: because I had the page open and then, and then I close the page. All
0: right, well, it's Craig. Craig it, knows who he is. And, uh, Craig knows it's his birthday. Happy birthday to
1: Craig. Uh, <laughs>
0: Who's n- probably not in Michigan.
1: I don't, I don't know if he is in mission. All right.
0: You I'm might or sure might not be in Michigan. Either way, Craig, happy birthday. <laughs> we love you, uh, sorry Craig.
1: sorry we messed that up.
0: Honestly, I think our brains are cooking from our the Our brains inside. are cooking. <laughs> happy, birthday like oh.
1: happy birthday to you. Just like Elvis. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Craig has been listening since the Rick Emerson days, too.
0: Oh, very cool. So
1: Craig is fantastic.
0: Oh, Craig, you're the best.
1: And, oh, yes, I, I remember uh, Craig wo- wrote... Um, He was just getting married at the end of June, and he was listening to us on a beach somewhere.
0: Oh, I remember that. That's awesome. I remember everything. Our brains
1: are cooked, Craig, and I'm sorry about that. I
0: really do feel like a scrambled egg in here right now. I wonder, do we have, we need to get like a thermostat in here to see how warm it gets in here.
1: I can bring one. All right, I'll bring one from home. Yeah.
0: So we're going to go early tomorrow, correct?
1: Yes. So here's the deal for, for everybody live listening tomorrow. We are going early. We're going to have an interview in here. We're going to have Tom Segura, comedian, uh, who's going to be in here around 9-ish. We're planning on starting the live show around 10. It's going to be a little bit of a loose schedule tomorrow, but we will be here in the chat and broadcasting and all kinds of stuff for, I think we're, we're targeting to have the live show start at 10.
0: Yeah. But we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you
1: posted. And just log in here into the chat if you're a live listener, frontemploymentradio.com slash live. Like I said, we'll be in here uh, throughout the morning. But yeah, we're going to do an early show. One, because it's it's going to be so warm. And also, uh, we have a thing we got to go to in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, that and we may or may not be able to talk about that. I don't know. Yeah, do we know? We don't know yet. Okay. If we can. So, Sorry, that was the lamest tease. That ever. was the lamest tease. Ever. <laughs> I know, I know. It's something <laughs> cool. We'll be able to talk about it on Monday for sure. Yeah, I, for sure. I don't know if uh, we can tomorrow. But anyway, awesome. that is that. Sorry, my
0: brain is fried. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we're wrapping a little quick. I'm I... I know we've talked about how warm it is. It's just uh, very, very send warm Send us an
1: email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate you so much. We
0: love you so much.
1: Absolutely. And thank you for listening either live or via podcast, whichever it is. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be, I don't believe Carl show is doing a show, but The Butcher Shop is. Awesome. And that's about 7.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment
0: .com. Bye, friends.